as we all learn to deal with life during this pandemic, we have been seeing certain things that we enjoy doing slowly coming back to us. One of the biggest exceptions is live performance. Joining me to talk about the state of live performance in Cincinnati is Van Ackerman, Vice President of Marketing and Communications at the Cincinnati Arts Association. Welcome, Van. Good morning, Jim. It's always good to be with you. Now, when the pandemic first came on the scene, I know it was sort of a slow trickle of events canceling. I think one of the first ones was the Johnny Mathis concert. Can you give us a rundown of how the CAA responded to this coronavirus pandemic as it unfolded? Sure. As you know, we got first wind of this in very early March. And at first, like I think all of us in our nation, we thought it was a bad flu. So we started taking precautions for the health of our staff, the health of our guests. We enhanced and heightened our cleaning and sanitation of the venue. We uh, encouraged hand washing, of course. We upgraded the number of hand sanitation stations in the venue. Anything we could do to help prevent the spread of the virus. And then around, I believe it was March 12th, the mandate came down, the directive came down from Governor DeWine the governor of Ohio, which said that we could not do large gatherings of more than 100 people. And that changed everything because at the Aronoff Center and at Music Hall, those theaters and venues are very, very large. So once that hit, we all realized that shows probably could not happen in our venues. So very quickly, all of the shows that were scheduled began to either postpone, which really was what hit first because they didn't know when they could reschedule the dates because a lot of what we do are tours and they got to look at not just Cincinnati, but the whole tour around the country. Then that led to a lot of rescheduling because that's what we were really pushing for. We wanted to salvage as many of these shows as we could. And then some shows had to cancel. So we've, we lost shows through cancellations, but Thank God we actually rescheduled the vast majority of our shows. And then slowly as the as the process continued and we began to see the severity of it, all of our resident companies began to cancel or reschedule their product and their seasons. And so as of now, um, most shows through the end of the year or, or at least into December have either been rescheduled or postponed or canceled. So we were spending a lot of time contacting all of the ticket holders to these shows to let them know that their show had been rescheduled, that their show had been postponed, but we're looking for a new date, or that their show had been canceled. And giving them ticketing options around that, either they could donate their tickets back to us for a credit, or they could get a credit on their account through a gift certificate, or they could get a refund from us. So we spent a lot of time up front doing that kind of thing. As you mentioned, there are tours coming in, there's resident companies who are local, there's other productions, there's educational productions. How many productions did this impact? I actually don't have the number of actual unique productions, but in terms of number of performances and number of events, which includes non-ticketed events also, because we also do things like meetings and fundraisers and graduations and weddings, over 300 events were impacted, which, which is huge. This has had a major devastating impact on not just the Cincinnati Arts Association, which manages the Aronoff Center and Music Hall, but also all of our resident companies and the tours across the country that are trying to resurrect themselves one day and go back on the road and come back to our theaters. 
public performances like theater and dance and singing have not been given the green light to resume unless it's really, really small, intimate venues. Have you been hearing anything as to when they might be given the green light to go ahead? No, we haven't. And that's been really frustrating. I mean, we're working toward that goal, obviously. As we talked about earlier, someone referred to this as a runway to responsible reopening. Unfortunately, we don't know how long that runway is. So we're all basically taxiing right now. We also refer to this time as we're in an intermission, a very unexpected and a very lengthy intermission. So we have no idea when we can get back to business. We're really at the mercy of this virus. COVID-19. And I think we all have a responsibility to do whatever we can to bring that curve back down. Because until that happens, we will not get the green light, I think, to go back into business and come back. Like I said, we are all working toward that. One thing that we began doing very, very quickly uh, is we began to work with local and state and national arts organizations, especially the performing arts centers, to begin to develop and create a responsible reopening plan. We actually have one in place right now, but because the situation is constantly shifting and constantly changing, so is the plan. So at the time we do reopen, and once again, none of us really have that time yet. We're all very, very hopeful that time will be the end of the year or, or early next year. We will have a plan in place that prioritizes the safety and health of our audiences, our guests, our staff, our volunteers, and our artists. That's really our number one priority. What are some of the things that the CAA is considering as possible guidelines once reopening occurs to keep everybody safe? Well, because we'll be the last to reopen. I mean, one thing in our favor is that there are a lot of other places and businesses that are currently reopening. And we're leaning heavily and taking the advice of our state health officials, our local health officials. And that's really guiding the process for us. Uh, we just reopened the Weston Art Gallery at the Aronoff Center, and we put some health and safety guidelines in place there. We don't know for sure, but very likely people will be required to wear masks because that's become very, very important in combating this virus, as we all know. You may be asked to complete a health questionnaire up front. So we know if you're symptomatic, and if you are symptomatic, we ask that you do not attend events at the Aronoff Center or Music Hall. We're looking at possible social distancing as best as we can. The difficulty about social distancing in our business is that it's very hard to social distance in a sold out venue such as the Aronoff Center or Music Hall. It just doesn't work with our business model. And so, but we're open to those measures and we're looking at a lot of different scenarios about how this may work or how this may not work. So we're researching all of that right now too. And of course, we'll be cleaning and disinfecting and sanitizing our venues regularly, actually much more regularly than we normally have to make sure that those are safe for our guests also. We're looking at contactless and touchless points throughout the entire venue, how we take your tickets, which many of those probably now will be mobile, how we handle the box office transactions, how we handle transactions at concessions, what restrooms will be looking like, entry points, all of those things we're looking at. So when we do reopen, it will not be like it was before. It will be a new normal. But we are all really looking forward to the curtains rising again in our venues, getting us all back together. Because, you know, these buildings were built 
to showcase the arts and performing arts and to bring us all together and unite us and to celebrate the human spirit through art. And we all can't wait to get back to that. Although in the meantime, because we're all creative, we are finding new ways to reach our audiences and to stay engaged. As you may have seen, the Cincinnati Symphony and Pops Orchestras announced that they have reimagined their fall season. Even though we cannot come together as one in an audience at a theater, they have committed to doing at least seven live streaming events from Music Hall between September and December. And they've already done two of those. They did one on the 4th of July and they did one earlier than that. And they're really quite wonderful. So that's good news. The Cincinnati Opera just celebrated their 100th anniversary and did a whole wonderful virtual documentary around that that was aired on CET and then is now streaming. The ballet is considering doing similar things. So I think you'll be seeing a lot more digital content. Some of it may be live, some of it may be not. But there are a lot of things happening beyond coming together at our venues. Once performing arts venues are allowed to open again, it's not going to be like flipping a switch and there's a full calendar in front of people. No. Audiences are going to have a lag time between this is when we can open and this is when the first show is going to take place. Yes, we don't know what that lag time will be. I mean, we're working with state officials right now to try to identify an opening date. You know, Jim, it's, it's an interesting balancing act between a few things. We all want to get back to business as soon as we can. We want to employ our staff again. I know we laid off quite a few people recently, and we all want to go back to work. And we all want to create art and deliver art to our audiences. That's what we do best. And although there's a lot of digital content, there's nothing like the live experience in a theater. But we also want to make sure that when we do open, we're doing it in a safe and responsible manner, because that really is our number one priority. So I think once we have the go-ahead to do it, because I don't think we're going to get that until we all know it's safe to do it, I think we'll probably see openings happen very quickly and hopefully get back to business really, really soon. We are also participating in two audience survey studies to get a sense of the perceptions of audiences about when they will feel safe returning and, and what we'll need to do to make them feel safe returning. Uh, and that will also inform the things that we do. So that's also been very, very helpful. How can audiences stay up to date with when performances might resume at the Aronoff and Music Hall? The best way to do that is to visit our website. And when you're on the website, become part of our e-news. Uh, subscribe to that. So you get all of the information that we send out about cancellations, about rescheduling, about when we will be reopening, about how we will be reopening. And you'll also get all of the digital content that we're putting out to our fans and our members. That's probably the best way to stay in touch right now. Now, arts across the country are hurting. Our bread and butter is being with people and performing for people. What would you like to leave Cincinnati audiences knowing at this point in time? Yeah, like I said, Jim, this is really a devastating time for arts groups around the country and, and locally. We can't do what we do. So our revenue streams have been cut in a major way. There are many, many ways to support the arts, even in dark times, even during intermissions. The best way is if you are able to donate, to make a donation to any local arts group, including the Cincinnati Arts Association. No gift is too small, and they are tax deductible. If that doesn't work for you, you can support us by buying gift certificates. If you don't know what you want to see in the future, one of our gift certificates, which do not expire, anything that will help support what we do. 
And if you do buy a ticket, that'll be very, very flexible. If the time comes and you're still, you still don't feel it's safe going back, we will look at either giving you a credit or exchanging your ticket or offering a refund. We try to make that as flexible as possible because we are living in unprecedented times right now. I would like to thank today's guest, Van Ackerman, Vice President of Marketing and Communications for the Cincinnati Arts Association. Van, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Jim. For more information on the Cincinnati Arts Association and the events they have at both the Aronoff Center and Music Hall, please be sure to visit our website at wvxu.org slash around Cincinnati. This is Jim Stump. Look at me, I'm as helpless as a kitten up a tree. And I feel like I'm clinging to a cloud I can't understand I get misty just holding your hand Walk my way And a thousand violins begin to play or it might be the sound of your hello That music I hear I get misty the moment you're near